Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another real quick woke and big slash streaming service and chill. And I'm just going to go over my picks for tomorrow night's UFC on ABC One Holloway versus Qatar happening in da, 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 Abu Dhabi on Yas Island. So I'm not necessarily going to do the entire card because I don't know enough about some of these fighters to give you uh, any real thoughts or opinions on the fighters themselves or how I think this fight's going to go. However, what I can do is give you my opinion based on some really superficial factors. For example, uh, the fighter's name or their nickname. All right, so first fight I'm going to talk about is Yanan Wu versus Jocelyn Edwards Laboreal. Now, I like this fight because uh, Yanan Wu, her name is Wu. And I love the Wu-Tang Clan. And her fight name is Mulan. She is 11-3, and three and she is out of China. Now, the woman she is fighting, Jocelyn Edwards Laboreal, is from Panama. And her fight name is La Pantera. So, what I'm thinking here is this is kind of a musical war. You got the Wu-Tang Clan versus Pantera. Will it be Dimebag Daryl or will it be the Jizza? Who knows? We're going to figure this out. But when you look at their records, they're 11-3 and three in the case of Yanan Wu and 9-2 and two versus uh, Jocelyn Edwards Laboreal. And so with this one, they're kind of similar in the records. And you start looking at the quality of their opponents and their wins and losses. You start seeing some things like, for example, Pantera is making her UFC debut. So she's taken a step up in um, competition against a fighter who doesn't exactly have a losing record, but she has a losing record in the UFC against competition like Gina Mazzani. Uh, She won over Lauren Mueller, but she lost to uh, Mizuki Inway. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. Um, Pantera making her debut. She might have some jitters. Um, Wu needs to get back into that winning column. So if Jocelyn loses, she's forgiven. Yanan, Wu's, uh, Yanan Wu wins. Uh, her career with the UFC continues. So um, I, you know, I'm going to go with uh, Yanan Wu. I like it. I'm going with Yanan Wu. She's the veteran here. Her losses are more substantial uh, than Laboreal's. Moving on. Uh, we have Joaquin Buckley and Alessio DiCiricchio. I'm just going to call it DiCiricchio. I've never heard of this guy, DiCiricchio. Uh, but if you've been following the UFC in 2020, then you have definitely been following Joaquin Buckley. Now, he hasn't lost in a while. Joaquin is 12-3, and three, while Alessio is 12-5. and five. But Joaquin Buckley has that crazy um, spinning back kick against Impa, I can't pronounce his last name, and I I won't disrespect him by butchering it. It was one of the coolest spinning back kicks I'd ever seen. Uh, Joaquin threw the kick, Impa caught uh, caught it, and Joaquin turned that into a spinning back kick that knocked out Impa. It was beautiful. His follow-up fight was another knockout of Jordan Wright back in November. His only loss uh, recently coming to uh, Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland, who's been on his own terror uh, rate, uh, lately, uh, knocking out uh, Jacare Souza in another 
one of those knockouts that was certainly a contender for knockout of the year. So with this case, um, with Alessio's record, you start looking at that and you start looking at uh, his losses. He's, he's, they've got a mutual loss in Kevin Holland, but he's got losses uh, to uh, Mahmoud Muradov and Zach Cummings. I'm sorry about butchering your, uh, butchering your name, but those are all um, decision losses. So like that, those are wear and tear fights against some tough opponents. Um, I just don't see a way that Joaquin uh, Buckley doesn't win this fight. Now, moving on to Carlos Condit and uh, Matt Brown. They are, I, I call it the co-main event. These are two guys who are uh, real kind of fighters, fighters guys. Hardcore fans have been fans of these guys for a very, very long time. Now, Carlos Condit is snapping a losing streak. Uh, now, he won in a uh, decision over Court McGee, but he's got losses to Michael Chiesa, Alex Oliveira, Neil Magny, Damian Maya, and Robbie Lawler. Now you start looking at Matt Brown, um, his record of uh, 22 and 17 versus Condit's uh, 31 and 13. You start looking at fighters who are probably towards the tail end of their career. Now, his last fight against uh, Miguel uh, Bieza, that was on the Overeem versus Harris card back in May, was uh, a knockout loss 18 seconds into the second round. Uh, but he's got wins over Ben Saunders. He's got wins over Diego Sanchez uh, in his, uh, his return. Um, I mean, his last loss was uh, against um, Donald Cerrone back in 2016. But prior to that, you know, he had, he had some pretty serious, pretty troubling losses against some pretty solid fighters. So I'm glad he took some time off. He came back with a win against Ben Saunders. He lost against uh, uh, Miguel Baeza. But in this fight uh, against Carlos Condit, we'll see. Again, these are two guys who are going to have to rely on being super technical to get a win in this fight. Uh, I don't know necessarily that either of the fighters are, are going to be hitting as hard as they did in, in their uh, mid to early 20s, but these guys are two guys that have learned a lot during the course of their, shoot, in both cases, almost 50 fight careers uh, apiece. So this is a veteran's fight. If you are a hardcore fighter, you are, I'm sorry, you're a hardcore fight fan, this is one of those reasons you're turning into the fight. Almost more than the main event because these are two guys who you are likely seeing uh, in potentially their last UFC fights. But they're two fighters that you enjoy seeing. Matt the Immortal Brown versus Carlos the Natural Born Killer Condit. This is a really good fight. This is an exciting fight from two guys who are have shown time and time again they have zero issue with going out on their shield or letting someone else go out on theirs. This particular fight, man, I gotta go. I gotta go with Carlos Condit. Um, He's coming off of the win over Court McGee, who's always dangerous. He took that fight to a decision. Uh, I think he might be a smarter, you know, not a smarter fighter coming into this, but he's certainly throughout his career uh, been able to come up with some substantial wins at very important times. That being said, I think everyone who likes coffee and has a, uh, a grinder should get their hands on Matt Brown's The Immortal Coffee. So, uh, if nothing else, get some Matt Brown coffee. By the way, that sound you may or may not hear in the background, uh, that's Nutter Butter and um, 
the other one, Mr. Le Pew, who, by the way, is a female. So, you know, whatever. It's a cat. It's her name, Mr. Le Pew. Uh, they're playing in the background. But, okay, moving on to our main event, the 21-6 Max Holloway versus the 22-4 Calvin Qatar. Now, Max Holloway is a guy who's been around for a while. He has been the champion, and he has been a hell of a fighter to watch. Calvin Qatar has been around for a really, really, really long time. He's been around since, oh, geez, 2007. He's been fighting since 2007, all right? Now, he's got a a winning record, and he's fought some of the best in the business, and that's the Cats again, and he's lost to some of the best in the business as well. When you start looking at Calvin Qatar's record and you start seeing that it's 11 knockouts, two submissions, and nine decisions, you have to start looking at how those stack up against someone like Max Holloway uh, versus his six losses. Now, his, five of his losses uh, were by decision, one of them by submission. Now, the decision losses... Um, most recently were the two against Alexander Volkanovsky, one of them being a unanimous decision, the second one being a split decision, uh, one in July of 2020 and the other in December of 2019. Now, previous to that, you got to remember, this is the first time that he hasn't been the main event in a numbered UFC since, holy cow, it goes back quite a while. There's a reason that they are using Max Holloway to jump off um, the UFC on ABC, and that's because he's a a fighter that has exciting fights. He's got a lot of TKO victories. He's got a lot of decisions, but more than anything, like he's got 10 knockouts, 9 decisions, and 2 submissions against Guys who are the very, very best in the business. Uh, Wins over Brian Ortega with a doctor stoppage. A TKO over Jose Aldo. Um, Two TKOs over Jose Aldo. All right. Anthony Pettis, Ricardo Lamas, Jeremy Stevens, Charles Oliveira. He's a winning machine. Like, he is a big, hairy American winning machine. He uh, He is the Hawaiian Ricky Bobby. Bless his heart, we all love Max Holloway, and I think that Max Holloway wins this probably via knockout. Uh, and that's not to take anything away from Calvin Pittar, right? He's got four losses, and none of them have been via TKO. In fact, they, his losses have been either submission or decision. But if it goes to a decision, then we know that those tend to favor Max Holloway because he has this constant output. It's He's like pouring on punches and kicks and, and constant attacks, and they're effective. Max Holloway was the champion because he was the very best in the world in that weight division. Calvin Guitar has losses uh, to guys that are definitely not going to win against um, against Max Holloway. Nothing against uh, Calvin Guitar. Both of these dudes could beat the living shit out of me in milliseconds. I don't give myself more than a minute and a half against Calvin Guitar, and that's with a minute and 28 second head start. All right, Calvin Guitar kills me ten times out of ten. Max Holloway does it eleven times out of nine. All right, he just kills me. Every he has an extra two murders on me. All right, so 
With this one, you know, I'll go with Max Holloway, either knockout or decision, but I'm going with Max Holloway on this particular fight. All right, there you go. Enjoy it. Enjoy the fights. By the way, everyone made weight, so that's super duper cool. All right. Have a great weekend. Let me know who you think uh, down in the comments, and we'll go from there. Have a great day. It's not enough. Start eating babies. It's not enough. Start eating babies. Yeah, no, yeah, no. It's not enough. We need to start eating babies. We need to start eating babies. It's not enough. We don't have enough time. There's too much CO2. Start eating babies. Start eating babies. Start eating babies. All of you, you're, you, you know, you're pollutants. Too much CO2. We have to start now, please. You are so great. I'm so happy that you're really supporting your Green Deal, but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So we have to get rid of the babies. That's a big problem. Just stopping having babies is not enough. We need to eat the babies. Under this very serious. Please give a response. No, thank you, thank you. We'll go ahead. Yeah, no, sir.